welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, fellow junkers. My name is Nancy Cowles. I am a proud vintage shop owner in Phoenix, Arizona. The name of my shop is Everything Goes. It's about a 5,000 square foot store filled with what we like to say one of a kinds and hard to finds. Um, I love when people come into my shop and they see all the amazing pieces of furniture, either mid-century, French Prudential, antique vintage, and they always say, oh my gosh, I love that chair. Where did you get that? And I say, it doesn't just appear. And that's the name of this podcast, It Doesn't Just Appear. So thank you for listening in. Um, if you guys listened in last Sunday, we were live out in Scottsdale, Arizona at a vintage market called Junk in the Trunk. I got to walk around and visit a lot of vendors. I got to see a lot of friends actually as well because a lot of times when you are at Junk in the Trunk, you don't really get to walk around because you're so busy in your own space that you forget that you have friends out there. So it was really neat for me to walk around and talk to each of the different vendors about pieces in their booths and find out the stories behind them. Last week, we heard half of the stories and we're gonna go ahead and finish the rest this week. So today I'm sitting here with Coley and Lindsay and they are the founders of Junk in the Trunk and we have Kevin sitting uh, side saddle next to me. How are you doing, Kevin? No better spot. (laughs) I'm doing great. And Kevin helps the girls run this business, right? That's it. Are we gonna call you the CEO? Let's call me the um, executive assistant for today. There we go, just for today. (laughs) How are you, Lindsay and Coley? We're good. Good. Thanks for coming. I'm sure you guys listened to the podcast. Yes. Yes. And you got to see, I mean, you saw me this weekend. I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off. You were a busy lady. I was trying to get every single vendor in there and it was, it wasn't easy. That's a lot of work. (laughs) I didn't count, but I got a lot. You got a lot. I listened. Right. And you there did, was a you lot. Made it, you we did were a pretty good job. in Brimfield uh, on the East Coast, and we listened to the first couple episodes of your podcast, yeah. and we were all together driving. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you got it. See? That's why That's we great. love our friends. They help us out. <laughs> so I'm going to ask the girls a few questions um, because I want them to tell us a little bit about how they started off because, as you know, this podcast is about picking. I've had a couple different pickers already, and we have more down the road, but they're pickers of everything. So you guys, a couple weeks ago, we had Thomas Porter from Porter Barnwood, and he picks wood. So Coley and Lindsay, they started out as being pickers, and then they were pickers of pickers for their (laughs) markets. They had to pick the pickers to be in their market, And now they're going back to being pickers again because they're opening their own shop, which we'll talk a little bit down the ways here. But right now I wanna talk to you guys about how did you start um, Junk in the Trunk? So it's been eight years and Lindsay and I met at a, a church group and she was pregnant with her first, I had just had my first. And we bonded over the love of junk. She was painting Barnwood signs at the time with little sayings on them and I was, painting furniture in my garage and selling it on Craigslist and she was selling on Etsy and we were like hey we should kind of get to get we should do like a booth somewhere well we couldn't find that somewhere to do a booth and our husbands were like hey you should just start your own market and we kind of laughed at them and then we were actually on vacation in Canada together with our husbands and mind you all, we would we would never go on vacation together now I mean right not because now. it's been eight years right. and yeah back then we didn't know any better right <laughs> now we just take work trips that's right there's no time for vacation that's the there's problem no vacation 
So our husbands encouraged us to kind of throw together a little market in the backyard. In their minds, they were starting a business for us. In our minds, we were just trying to get rid of the junk that we had accumulated in our garage. Well, and to have a you know a couple minute breather from our children, I yes. think. <laughs> but back then, you probably only each had one child, right? I when we first started, I was pregnant with my third, and she had two. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. We were busy. <laughs> <laughs> we needed a creative outlet that wasn't our children. So you had a big garage sale, if you will, in somebody's backyard. Yes. Mm-hmm. My my friend, I think, naively uh, <laughs> let us use her yard. And one of the vendors who we, we just kind of reached out to people we knew on Craigslist or Etsy. Yeah, people and we some had bought front, stuff yep. from off of Craigslist. Yeah, it was kind of a little community. And we had 23 vendors. And one of them put it in the newspaper. We had a Facebook page. It was like, I think our moms <laughs> both were on it and that's it. <laughs> but someone had put it in the newspaper and we had 600 people come. That's amazing. Yeah. So 600 people come to this backyard garage sale and your husbands looked at each other and said, congrats, <laughs> you just started a business. <laughs> and you could help pay the bills. That's right. <laughs> right. Right. costing money. Let's start generating money. I think See. they were most excited to get their garage cleared out, but that never happened. Never I was really happened. Say, they, yeah. had, they had high hopes. That that now we have a warehouse. Once a hoarder, <laughs> always <Yeah>. a hoarder. <laughs> so after the garage sale was a huge success, you started working on junk in the trunk. Well, someone, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I think when you sign up for Facebook, you have to put like a number on it. And so we got phone calls like, when's the next market? Where are you going to be? We were like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. That's, <laughs> That's a great question. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. So we got a ton of calls and like comments on Facebook. And, and so we yeah. started p- trying to or people just scramble saying, Can together. You, I have an estate. Can you buy my stuff? We, you know, that was a common call as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Can you come buy all the things? And we just said, well, we just got rid of things why would we want to buy more <laughs> right and funny story so when we were in Canada we were joking about around about names of what we would call this little side thing that we're doing and my husband had a t-shirt from Target that said junk in the trunk and it was a woman leaning over the edge of or the back of a car with the trunk of her car full and so he's like name it junk in the trunk it's perfect and we we're like no we could never <laughs> name it junk in the trunk it's so racy um, <laughs> and then fast forward I mean, we ended up naming it because we couldn't think of something else better we're like it's real catchy it's actually maybe, funny maybe people will think it's funny but right? then we were trying to find a place to host our markets and we were thinking we would do it at a church because it had big parking lots and we're like oh my gosh a church will never let us do a market call being called junk in the trunk <laughs> 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 and then fast forward now we do our scouts bible pop up and, and it's called you junk never in the trunk you, right yeah. and nobody has said anything about it no, no. no. that we know of. no no <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure they have we just yeah. haven't heard it they haven't said it to us so the first junk in the trunk well, by the real name, Junk of the Trunk, was out at Westworld in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And I remember that. And I did that with my store. And I remember there was maybe three other vendors with me. And I don't know how many people came out. Do you remember? I think at that thousand. one, it was a couple thousand. Yeah. yeah. A couple thousand. And it was outside. And you had your cute little white picket fence. I think we had to- a total of 50 vendors out there. There was that like many? 50. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, it was fun. Yeah. Everybody had a great time. And I remember... Um, setting up out there and everybody thought it was going to be hot but it really wasn't that bad Um, we had a little bit of grass behind us and as the years moved on we moved inside what's the The dome one called the tent yes so we moved in there and and we only moved in there because it it was going to rain so we had started to set up in the parking lot and then it was raining it started to rain and Kevin like hustled and tried to contact Westworld to see if we could get in 
to the tent and they oh i didn't know that by the grace yeah. of their they gave us some pity and at the last <laughs> and minute stuck us in the tent now i remember do you remember the i think it was the air condition or the swamp cooler one year something happened it was a swamp cooler do you remember that kevin i do <laughs> i do i could use no you mean when it was so hot and it didn't work and it didn't work yeah it didn't work well yes. i could use that now because i might drop a few pounds <laughs> sweat it out but yeah we've had I mean, we've had some funny stories or issues with buildings or weather or things like that but fortunate we've been fortunate but i'm wondering is that when you kind of came into the picture and you said okay girls listen here the air condition or the swamp cooler is not working you don't just say it's okay uh, you know myself including coley's husband justin we've always been obviously big supporters of of what these ladies have done i was always on the behind the scenes you know making uh trying to add more zeros you right. know. kevin actually set up a tax thing like a whole llc for us without telling us it was like a secret of co-op and then you're like or not co-op, what do you call it? Covert op. There you go. Oh, boy. She's like LLC me. See, that's why I'm here. I know. I'm Coley, I'm that the same, same way. I can't please. use big words, and if I do, they're the wrong ones. Right? Please exactly. that we do not give tax or legal advice on this podcast. Okay? Anyway, uh, I w- it's always been a, a, you know, a joint effort with you know, Coley's husband helping. I became more involved about four years ago um, to help uh, – with some of the business operations things, and now I'm a full-fledged member of the Junking Tribe. <laughs> there you go. And the CEO and... You know the deal. You can put whatever you want in your business card. At the end of the day, you know, it doesn't right. matter. Right. It doesn't matter. You're just the husband. <laughs> well, that's a bit aggressive. But, you know, that's just whatever you need me to be, I'll be. But anyway. working with you guys, I've done the show for eight years. I've loved it. Um, it's really good advertising for my store. Um, I think back in the olden days, we used to, you guys probably don't remember this, but everybody would advertise in the newspaper Mm -hmm. and nobody except for my mom and maybe my (laughs) friend Ruth read the newspaper anymore. Um, so a lot of advertising is done through social media or if you're out and about and you have your name out there. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do junk in the trunk. And I loved it for eight years. I still love it. Unfortunately, I'm getting older and my body is <laughs> not as strong as it used to be. Um, she I have about to carry a mic instead of uh, yes, a this is dining fun. tables, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, I felt so bad this junk of the trunk. I was walking around with my bag and I was saying, hey, you guys, see you guys later. They're like, that's not nice, Nancy. I'm like, this is what I'm leaving with. But you know what? Everybody out there has a great time. Yeah. Um, as the years go on, it seems like more things are going quicker. I mean, I know load in and load out is so much better, right? Yeah, I mean, we. we I mean, hopefully you learn something, right? From right. doing things year after year. And so we've, we've done our best to try and make things more efficient. And I think we've got it figured out. I think so. It's, it's a wonderful show. Everybody that I spoke to had a great time. They love meeting new vendors. They love meeting the customers. And there's so many customers that come back to the show time after time looking for certain booths and i think that's great that you have a great following thank you thank you let me ask this question so how do you pick the pickers to be in your show do they have to set a resume in do they what do they do we have an application process so we have a little form online that's fill out give us pictures and let us know if they've been in large events before um, and so they show they show you what they have yeah, so they'll give us an example of their booth setup and types of items that they... And, and obviously you can't really get a sense from three pictures. It's tough. But it, but but all that to say, 
we also do social media research to make sure that what they sent us matches what they actually post or if they have a store through another online source because you know obviously the integrity of the event is important to us and what gets sold and and uh, that that's a challenge it's right. become more of a challenge in you know the last couple of years too so is there a certain amount that you do of of you know maybe somebody that makes signs somebody that sells vintage somebody that sells mid-century modern um, so there is a way that you guys pick a certain amount for each category each ca we basically is split it up between handmade and vintage so if it's we keep try to keep it under 20 percent handmade okay we are since we are a vintage market we do really try hard to make sure that that is represented in what you're seeing when you come shop we want you to find vintage and antiques and so it, it's a struggle for sure but we definitely you know do our best to make sure that we regulate what vendors are bringing yeah right. and it's hard I think you know we get a, a ton of of applications with handmade people that are amazing and we'd love to get them in but we have about 600 people waiting on the handmade list and our turnover is not very large and so it's it is harder to get in that type of vendor which is a bummer but so do you guys all pick together or is there one of your guys is that you say you know what you go ahead and you look at all the handmade stuff you look at all the vintage stuff you look at all the painted stuff like it used to be way back in the day that we would all kind of work uh, together now as we've got other things in the works and we're busier and, and other and other areas of focus we've kind of tried to be more intentional about giving people responsibilities under the umbrella so right I mean Coley primarily uh, is the one that kind of handles new vendors and so if you don't like any of it it's <laughs> probably her fault it's my fault <laughs> it's Coley's fault no if you haven't gotten in it's also my fault <laughs> <laughs> everything is fabulous I mean her I cell phone number is yeah <laughs> <laughs> Every vendor um, has their own unique booth. They get to set it up themselves. You guys do have certain guidelines. Some people, like everything goes, used to creep out a little bit. Well, there's those chief offenders. <laughs> I try Wait. to pass that on to others, but they are like too scared, I think. Yeah. One of the unique things about Scottsdale Market is that they have more time to set up. So when we travel to California, um, there's usually less time for that. And so the booths in Scottsdale, they can build higher and bigger setups so it is always really fun to kind of walk through we kind of always say it's like a pop-up pinterest you get so much inspiration and you can kind of take in what they i mean i think the average person spends like two and a half days setting up their booth so they have a lot of time and a lot of effort into them and so you can you can tell by the elaborate what do you yeah elaborate, elaborate setup. setups and it's it's just really inspirational you even if you're not shopping you can kind of walk through and go oh i can do that in the corner of my house or i can right you know i like when i see the guys that work at westworld <laughs> and like there's a horse show going on but they get to go around and pick up the garbage <laughs> and stuff and they are stopping at every single booth and they're just staring at them and of course <laughs> who was always there the latest <laughs> you, you yelled at <laughs> last year you're like sorry. nancy time to leave well because you know the longer you're there we have to be there <laughs> I want my booth to look really good. But the funny thing is those guys, I mean, they love looking at the booth. So it's true. Everybody loves to stop. And it's like a little Pinterest. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Each person stops and looks at the booths. We always say there's something for everyone. There's something for everyone. <laughs> so let's um, talk about you also hold shows in California. Started in San Diego. Yep. And then moved up the coast to Pomona. 
Pomona. The greater LA area. Okay. You can't call it Los Angeles, though. <laughs> right. People get real not. offended. It's not. It's Pomona. <laughs> you learned real we, quick. We learned that real quick. Real quick. <laughs> so you love your shows there as well. Me too. And you take vendors from Arizona, California. All over the country. All over the country. Mm-hmm. So if you guys are interested, um, you could call Lindsay, or no, Coley. Coley. And what's the phone number? Four eight. <laughs> <laughs> If you'd like to send me chocolates, the address is. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I might be able to move you up to on the top of the list. So you guys went from being pickers to picking pickers. People. And now we are going to fast forward to October. When is, when is the new? November-ish. November. November. Okay. And let everybody know what's going on then. Wow. I'm honored that you would. <laughs> Kev, CEO. <laughs> so we've been working on a project probably for the better part of two years. Uh, we've At been least. working on, I mean, in its form, as we've been thinking and working on things for a while. But at any rate, we are working on a new retail concept. It's going to be a retail store for, uh, for us, selling both vintage, antique, and new goods, as well as a restaurant, which we're excited to bring in uh, a friend of ours, a local restaurant, Chestnut. I love Chestnut. So she will be re- moving her location uh, down to our new spot. And then we have a showroom space that will be um, used for pop-up shops and classes and things like that, as well as another element that we're working on. We're not quite there yet, but that'll be another element that we'll add and announce here soon. It's a surprise. It's a surprise. You like surprises. (laughs) I like surprises. (laughs) So that's been an exciting project that's been in the works. Uh, Construction's ongoing. It's going to be in the Arcadia neighborhood of Phoenix at the corner of 44th Street and Osborne. Mm -hmm. And from what I understand, it used to be an old dentist building. It's been lots of it's things. It's been lots of stuff. <laughs> okay. So it was barber a barber shop, shop, bicycle um, shop, bicycle shop, doctor's office. Of course, nobody left old, any old bikes or barber. We tried. No, I know. Although yeah. there's a floor safe in there. Oh. That we haven't been able to get open yet. We're gonna try and get open at some point. Who knows what's in there? So maybe we're hoping. Maybe the golden ticket. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I did drive by and I saw it's a really cool um, piece of property. Are you going to decorate it? more mid-century or is that a secret because the no. building's kind of a mid-century looking building it's more modern it's more modern, sure. than, modern than necessarily mm-hmm. we would have you know uh, not that we would have chosen but we are we are working hard to mix both modern and and, and old and our goal yeah our goal is to have the the building itself be kind of the backdrop that's that's modern and simple where the elements we bring in for displays and items to sell will be the the vintage and antique um, we'll give it the warmness and the character. Mm. We've been hoarding things for a long time. <laughs> now yeah. you know how we all feel yeah. when we had a hoard for junk in the trunk. Got lots uh, of counters oh, yeah. that we've been hoarding and exciting, you know, excited to get those into place and out of our warehouse so we have more room. Mm-hmm. So junk in the trunk will still be a vintage market. Mm-hmm. Correct. Twice yeah. a year in Phoenix. And how many times a year in um, California? Twice. Two Twice. Times. So there's four in California, two in Arizona. Two in California. One in San Diego, one in Pomona every year, and then two in Arizona. So four total. Oh, okay. Already. Um, You're making me tired. Don't add any more. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was thinking there was two in San Diego and two in Pomona. Once a year. Okay. For each of those. Alrighty. And then this shop will be open. We're not sure exactly how many. Everyone can pray for November. November. (laughs) For November, yep. Okay. We're going to hope. Otherwise, we're going to come move in with you, Nancy. That's fine, but you have to get in line because there's quite a long list to get in my store as well. No, we want to move in your house. Yeah, oh, oh, you're yeah. going to move we in my house. We won't be able to afford our house if it doesn't five, open. Five, nine, yeah. Oh, Just perfect. a few extra people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. 
Um, you guys aren't going to be living out of that shop, are you? We may. <laughs> That's we not may. the goal. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> We'd like not to, but. But you know what? You guys, um, welcome to the world of owning your own shop. It is exciting. It is fun. It is a lot of work. You're going to get a lot of people in there that are going to say, I could do this. And at first you're going to say, oh my gosh, that's so exciting. But then you're going to be like, oh my gosh. Well, yeah, it's good luck. It's a, yeah, good luck. <laughs> it's a heck of a lot of work. And yeah. I love my store. I love all my vendors. I love that it's always a new store. We are constantly changing our shop around. Last night I was there late. So somebody came in this morning. They're like, wait a second. What? I'm like, I know. Sorry, we moved the shop around. <laughs> so I'm sure with the pop-ups that you guys are doing, a lot of people are going to find that it's a new store every day. It's not going to look like a museum. Right. You're going to have new stuff coming in and out. Um, are you going to have your own office there, Kevin? I still don't get my own office. <laughs> I don't know why. We all get to share. Yep. I have one big open storage room slash <laughs> office. Uh, one of these days, I will get to display my collection of vintage giraffe figurines <laughs> in my own space. But How come all tall people have giraffe figurines? That's what's given. They've been gifted to me. We're trying uh, to get them to get a tattoo, but. Yeah. <laughs> I figure maybe a giraffe head po poking out of my beard, maybe. That would be good. Yeah. Different. Right. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. People wouldn't forget him, though. Well, they don't forget them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to post a picture of Kevin and I um, from a couple junk in the trunks ago because I'm 4'11". And Kevin, how tall are you? 6'7". Six, 6'7". Seven. Six, seven. So we are quite the couple. <laughs> <laughs> we are sitting on a couch next to each other right now. I would like to call us more of a power couple. I mean, that's what I would envision. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, Nancy wait, we're small and mighty. Yeah, I'm small and mighty. <laughs> <laughs> I have a friend that calls me little Hercules, so. Oh, there you go. I like that too. <laughs> so tell me real quick, girls, um, what do you love about picking? Hmm. I think it's like the thrill of the hunt. On, I mean, we hadn't been out picking, I will say, for fun in a long time. And we just, like Kevin said earlier, we just went to Brimfield back east. And it was really fun to just be back out hunting and looking and just... I don't know. Spending Just all the money. Spend <laughs> <laughs> We're but really do you try to get money. deals? Do you oh, like, yeah, of okay, course, yeah. okay. Yeah. And now sure. that you have your own shop, because sometimes we buy things at markets for ourselves and we don't really care. Like, do you guys remember the mail mm -hmm. sorter that uh -huh. I got? I yeah. remember, I still remember calling Lenny and I said, I'm buying this. And he said, how much? And I said, I don't care. I want it. <laughs> <laughs> and I have it in my house I and I love it. a couple of those yeah. pieces in our house. But yeah. when you're shopping for your own store, then it's a whole other ball game. Right. It's a, it's a game for sure. So but there's also things that we're like, this would be amazing, and we love it, so right. we're gonna get it. Well, <laughs> so like the you one did thing that. that we that we bought. We were there, right? Mm -hmm. Should we disclose that? No, Ooh. but you can you can tease it. <laughs> uh, well, you'll see it in you'll see it in the store in the store you'll have when to come it opens. See it. In we found something that we've never seen never. in our history of picking it ever, and wow. I don't know if there's. That's, that's a, I mean, that's impressive. That's a teaser <laughs> right there. That's going to make, Ultimate. right? Never before seen in the history <laughs> of the world. I said we have never seen it. Someone yeah. else may have, but right. I'm pretty well, sure I've never did, heard of it. Well, someone did because he found it. Right. <laughs> 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 he pulled it out of a warehouse out east, and it's magnificent. So you are going to have some one-of-a-kinds as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. All yeah. right. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so what do you think has made you successful in your business? I mean, I kind of think I know. I mean, Why I. Why don't you tell us? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I just think the relationship with all the vendors and all the people that you meet. People are always like, Coley and Lindsay are so nice. They're the nicest people. And I said, What about Kevin? And they <laughs> say, <laughs> 
Kevin's tall. And I said, I know. <laughs> but he's smart, he's too. <laughs> he's kind of cute. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I think so. Thank you, Nancy. Thank you. That was Lindsay. Just to clarify <laughs> that. <laughs> but, you know, your relationship. Yeah. With all I mean, the I think from the very beginning, that's what we really strived to create was a community, not just with the shoppers who came to each event, but with the, with our vendors. And I think we work really hard to keep those relationships and, you know, I mean, that's what we're there for too, is the friendships. So, right. Yeah. I we always call, we say call the we junk family, right? But we meet so many fabulous people. <laughs> mm-hmm. And a lot of times when I go out junking, the owners will call me back again and say, Hey, Nancy, I have more stuff because it's hard for some of these people to get rid of a lot of their treasures it really is mm-hmm. i mean i'm like greg's story from when he did the <laughs> podcast with greg with the with the lady that's right that's like one of the greatest stories ever it is the greatest right and he had to go get her food yeah <laughs> and walk her dog and walk her dog <laughs> multiple times yeah, but that's, that's true you build story. relationships yeah. and you know you guys mm-hmm. have built a lot of relationships mm-hmm. with a lot of people now with the new store opening up you're gonna find a lot more connections with people because you're actually really going to be able to see them face to face compared to at a lot of the markets. You know, you walk around, you say hi to a lot of these people, but you don't really have time to sit because you guys are busy. Right. And at, well, not that you're going to be sitting at your store. <laughs> Kevin. Yeah, I'll, I will be okay. with my <laughs> collection of drafts. <laughs> He'll be hiding in the office. But I think you guys are going to have a, a great store. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to disclose maybe down the line. Maybe we'll do another podcast. Um, with what do you want us to disclose? You said there's something else that we're oh, going to yeah. be doing. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. As soon as we print enough money okay. to make it happen, <laughs> then we'll tell you. Okay. Because he already forgot. But I didn't forget. Thank you, Coley and Lindsay and Kevin, for joining me today and letting me hang out. It's been fun. I'm just kind of bummed Kevin didn't bring me a salad. But that's all right. Next time. (laughs) Next time. If you come back, I'll have the full chef spread. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening in today. We're going to go ahead and pick up the rest of the interviews. As I'm walking up, I see some pink shirts that say it's a family tradition. And they are my vendors, Family Finds. So we're going to go over here and talk to Family Finds. They're going to tell us about a piece in their booth. And we're going to get a story. I see Chuck over there. Chuck, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Nancy? Good. Your booth looks amazing. What do you want to tell me? Is there a story about something in here? You know what? We've been selling a lot today. But, you know, we just got back from Tennessee about a month ago. And we did the 127 yard sale, which they call the world's largest yards, longest yard sale, not right. largest. And we've got a, a couple items that came off that sale. One is a vintage uh, 1950s glider that uh, seats three people. I and see it right there. Yeah. And just so people could understand, because they can't see it, it's white, it's chippy, it's got that type like of metal. The, yeah, the 50s mesh metal. Mesh they call, metal. They call them the motel gliders is what they call them. Yes, that is actually really cool. So that came off of the longest garage sale? It did. We went down an old dirt road, and there's a there's a farmhouse, and that was sitting on the front porch at the farmhouse. And, the, you know, the old guy at the farmhouse was talking to us, and I asked him, you know, that wasn't a part of the sale, but I said, hey, your glider's not for sale, is it? Yeah, I'll sell that, he says. So we ended up throwing that in the trailer and bringing it back to Arizona. I love that. And a lot of times we do that. I'll find something that's not for sale, but you ask anyways because you never know. And it's a great piece. You, you never know. And it's uh, it's got a lot of comments here at the show. It's still here, but uh, 
It's still early. It'll be all right. You better go help your wife. She's carrying something heavy. Thank you. Have a great show. You too. Awesome. Have fun shopping. All righty. And you guys, I I don't know if I said this, but Chuck and his family, they're vendors at my shop. They find a lot of fabulous stuff. They do have a social media. Um, Missy, real quick, what is your social media? Our Facebook is Family Finds Antiques, and we are also on Instagram at Instagram.com backslash Family Finds. And you could be found at the Junk of the Trunks and at my shop as well, correct? Yes. Alrighty, thank you. So I'm walking up to this fabulous booth right now, and I see Sarah. Sarah, how are you? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Tell me about this awesome, chippy, huge, long I love that thing, don't metal. you? Yeah. That's actually from a chicken ranch, um, an, an egg ranch okay. in Southern California, um, San Diego area. And um, it was, it was. you were talking about dirt roads earlier. It was down this dirt road. Um, I actually had to go back three times to get it because it was so big. Um, it was actually like twice that in size. And, and when we got to it, it was so covered in dirt and dust that my husband had to go out and buy special masks. Is that right? Yeah, he was so worried about, you know, I don't know, chicken poop or whatever was on it and 50 right? years of dust and dirt. And, um, and we pulled it apart and got it out of the barn and loaded it up. And it is an amazing piece. And everybody can't see, but I'm going to describe it. It's probably about eight feet long, maybe nine yes, feet. And feet. all those little metal drawers, they slide in and out? Yes, they do. Yeah, and um, it's actually, it, it already sold. Somebody's going to use it as a television console, oh. and I think that's the perfect, perfect perfect use for it. And I love that there's an old typewriter up there, and there's a young yeah. child up there playing with they a typewriter. They them. Right, they have no idea. Yeah. They think that is the coolest thing, yeah. but I remember I hated typing in high school. I know. <laughs> Alrighty, I hope you have a great show. Do you have a, go ahead and do a shout out to your social media. I am founded51 on Instagram. Are you at any shops or any stores in town? I'm in San Diego, so I'm at Kurt Street Vintage Marketplace and I'm also at Gerard Avenue Marketplace um, in La Jolla. Oh, oh, I've actually been there. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's very it's a cool. Great store. It's really nice. Good. All right. Well, thank you again and happy picking. Thank you. I am loving this day. I have met so many vendors. I know I told you guys I have a lot of friends. And right now I'm running into Melinda. Melinda. Melinda, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. Tell everybody the name of your space. It's Casa Cucina. Which means? Which means um, it means house kitchen, really, in Italian. Oh, I should So know that, it's right? housewares. Housewares. So I'm in your space right now, and you have a lot of really fabulous stuff. But I will tell you, I know what these green mm -hmm. um, glasses are, but a lot of people don't. They don't know what it is, and that's why I brought my black flashlight. So then I can light them up, Let and they, go gl they glow. And I know you guys can't see this, but she just lit them up, and they glow because the name of these are? They're Vaseline glass, but there's um, some radioactive material in them, and that's what makes them glow. And so how old are these about? Oh, I'm not sure about, these are Tiffin Franciscan, um, and so I would say, I think they're circa probably 30s. The 30s? Uh, but they did make a Vaseline glass up until the 60s, early 60s, and then they stopped. But these stopped me in my tracks because they were so gorgeous as, as they were, this gorgeous green. Right. But then I happened to have my black flashlight with me, and when I 
pointed it to them, they lit up, and, and I lit knew. up. Then you lit up. Uh, I love the Vaseline glass. I have so many people that come into my shop, and I have a piece of Vaseline glass on my counter with little um, crystals, and they don't even know what the va they're like. What does this mean, Vaseline glass? And then I have to get the black light out and show them. So it is fabulous. Thank you for sharing. Go ahead and give a shout out to your Instagram, Facebook, or what do you have? Instagram Casa Cucina Vintage. It's C A S A. C-U-C-I-N-A. Are you in any shops in town? I am not right now, no. But I do Junk in the Trunk Market, and I will be at Phoenix Flea on November 30th. Perfect. Thank you so much. I hope you have a great show. Thank you. Actually walking up to Sweet Repeats Boutique right now. That is a friend of mine, Denise. She is a shop owner in the shops on Cave Creek Road, so in the same exact mall as mine. And Denise, real quick, I know you're busy here, but... Give me a story on something that's in your booth. Well, I had a windmill that was my grandfather's, and he died when he was 103 years old. So the windmill was probably over 100 years old. It was really rusty, had lots of Illinois rain and grass on it, and it sold first thing this morning. So you did you bring that from Illinois with you? I sure did. And you had it for years, and you were just like, it's time to go. I had enough stuff of his. I had chicken coops and barn stuff, and it was just time to to say goodbye to the windmill. It went to a wonderful home. And that's what I love is, you know, we have things, we collect them, but then it's time to give them away. Yeah. Wait, 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 we don't give them away. We no, sell we them. we sell them. It was going to a cabin up in Pine, Arizona, actually. Oh, perfect. That's right where mine is. So maybe I'll see it there. <laughs> Probably will. Oh, my gosh. Give a shout-out real quick for your social media. Sweet Repeats at Cave Creek Road, just south of Cactus. And your social media, Instagram? Um, AZ Sweet Repeats, and Facebook is AZ Sweet Repeats Boutique. Perfect. Thank you, and have a good show. I'm going to let you get back to your busy booth. Thank you. All righty. I am walking around Junk in the Trunk, and there still are a lot, a lot of people here. And I'm coming up on a booth called Used to Be's, and actually it is Bruce and Debbie's booth, and I am walking up to them. I know them actually because they are from Phoenix area. They have a space over at... Sweet Salvage, which is a once a month, four day event. So right now I'm walking up and I'm seeing this piece over here, which is this really cool old. A super cool Norwegian carpenter's workbench. Super cool, not just cool. Super cool. We got that from a retired Air Force Colonel who worked for NATO in the intelligence department. Is that right? Right. And he lived up on a hill that overlooks Prescott he lives on three acres of the most perfect land ever. Is that right? You know, I don't think a lot of people understand. We go all over the place to find exactly. these great pieces. So up to Prescott Valley, which is like two and a half hours away. Right. And he was the most gracious man. He lived in a house that was previously owned by the lady who owned the Yellow Pages. Oh, is that right? $3 billion. The lady was worth $3 billion. Oh, my And that goodness. was her home built in 1951. Anyhow, he was a repairman, and he works on watches, and he builds flintlock rifles. Okay. And this was his workbench, but he needed room for his RV. So he said, it's time to move on. Time to move on. Well, and now you have this fabulous piece here. You're selling it. It's got a great story behind it. Oh, it's a great story. Well, I love it. It's a great piece, and I'm sure it's going to sell. Um, how's Junk of the Trunk been for you so far? It's been marvelous. The people have been fantastic. The customers are wonderful. 
And you see repeat on. customers, which I love, because you got to get a connection with them. Right, we've been in this same space for about eight years, and people know that we're here, and they come looking for what we have. Well, I'm going to have Debbie give out a shout-out to your social media. Yeah, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook. Just type in use 2 bs with the number two in the middle, and it'll come up on both of those sites. We're always looking, buying, and picking. And you guys have a lot of good followers. That's right. We know a lot of people, and I hope we get to know a lot more who are looking for our great treasures. That's right. Thank you. Have a great show. Thank you. Alrighty, and it is still so busy over here at Junk in the Trunk. I am missing not having a space here, but what I do love is that I'm meeting so many new people. So I've never met Denise, and her booth is PND, and I'm guessing that stands for? Peter and Denise. Oh, there we go. So Denise, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Good, tell me a little bit about your space. So I do 95% antique and vintage. Depression? I do depression glass, I do um, yard art from metal to wood. I see a drop leaf table I, over here. And I also have farm tables. So you got a little bit of everything. I do, I'm across the board. And over there, we were gonna talk about that piece. What is that over there? So it is a late 1800s nitroglycerin box with actual nitroglycerin bottles in it. Oh my gosh, now there's gotta be a story behind that. So I got it from a gentleman in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Mm -hmm. And he said that they would take it up to the mines. They would wrap the items in cotton. Wow. So it would help, but there's still something like 15 bottles in a box on a wagon. And they would take it up to the mines to blow things up. Isn't that so cool that now we have it, we can pass it on, exactly. it has a story, Yes. right? I love it. Well, that is a really cool story. I Thank appreciate you. your time. And do you have any social media you could give yourself a shout out? I do, P and D on Instagram, P and A-N-D-D Antiques. Okay, and are you anywhere in town? Like I'm at a not, shop? I'm out of Southern California. Oh, you are, I didn't I know that. Am. Okay. So yeah, I travel all over the place, I go between there and Lubbock, Texas to do my picking, and then north all the way up to past Colorado to Wyoming and Montana. And I, it just, I think it amazes so many people, like how far we travel to find these fabulous items. And oh, we yes. bring them back. Exactly. I love picking. Look at my fingernails. Do you see those bruises? Exactly. And, yeah. <laughs> I but do that, see those bruises. <laughs> yeah, isn't that nice? Oh yeah. my gosh. Well, thank you. Have a great show. Alrighty, I see Tony from Yonique. Tony, how are you? Good, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm overlooking at your booth and it looks like you got wiped out pretty good. Yes, we did. We got hit pretty hard today. Well, so it's been a good show so far. So far, it's been a great show. Very good. Tell me about a great piece in here, something that has a fun story. Well, I don't know if I got a great piece, but I'll tell you, we bring all this stuff back from Ohio and back in the Midwest. And as we were loading it all up, my buddy kind of took down the trailer, you know, the Oh, you shut it, the shutter. Oh, yes. You shut okay, it. yes. And uh, so he lashed it all on. So we get driving, getting ready to get on the freeway, and the whole shutter starts coming up again like that. And he's trying to flash me down, and I'm getting ready to head out of nice. here. Nice. So we were lucky that nothing fell out of the truck, and uh, it all made it safely. I mean, man, that could have been an ugly scene over there on the freeway. That could have been. But your booth looks nice. I like the greens, and everybody's talking about all the um, celery green that's really in. You've got... A lot of great stuff. Um, lots of cute patinas on a lot of stuff as well. So, what's yeah, your we, favorite thing to pick? Right now, these uh, button chairs. I mean, they look really awesome. Do you have an Instagram and Facebook? Yeah, just look us up at Yonique Treasures. Um, we do a lot of garage sales over there in Tempe area. And you spell Yonique is? Y-O-N-I-Q-U-E-S. 
All right, we got it. Thank you so much and have a great show. Now we're walking over to Lonely Vintage Cactus and actually both these um, pickers over here are vendors at my shop. And Joey and Mariella, we're gonna do a quick little uh, story on something fun in their space. We appreciate you guys hanging in with us. This has been a long day, but we have over um, 150 vendors here and everybody has a whole bunch of really cool stuff and we're just trying to get the really neat stories behind everything. You know, there's all kinds of pickers here. So let us walk over here real quick. So here is my friend, Mariella. Mariella, how are you? I'm good, excited to be here, how are you? I'm good, how's the show going so far? It's going great. Good, tell me a little something, like a fun story about something in your booth. Oh, there's so many stories. Um, my husband came across a bunch of old wood and he just had to have it. He didn't know what he was gonna do with it yet, but he had it. Um, and then my father-in-law and him decided to build a kitchen table. And it turned out to be this giant kitchen island. And we were able to kind of match the new wood with the old wood. And you really can't even tell, but it created such a beautiful piece out of it. And I'm looking at it right now, and I love that the bottom part of it has wood on the bottom so you could put baskets or do use it as yeah. storage. Yeah. So it is. it would make a great island. I love that. Do you have any idea where he found that wood? Was that something you guys picked in California? Um, yeah, we pick, we pick her out. We have a picker out there, and um, yeah, we grabbed it from him and just kind of just had to have it. We knew eventually we would find something to use for it. And I tell people it's funny because as we are pickers, but a lot of times we need pickers to pick for us when we don't have time. <laughs> so we all have pickers from all over the place. So good luck at the show. Have fun. Give a um, a little social media shout out. Yeah, you can follow me at Lonely Cactus Vintage, and then my personal Instagram is Love for Rest. Perfect. Thank you. Have a great show. Thank you. So now I'm walking up to this great booth. I love this clock face that I'm seeing. I'm not really sure. It does have a sold sign on it, but it's huge. It's probably six or seven feet tall, and I'm in a booth called Everything Rustic. And how are you? I'm good, thank you. Tell everybody your name. My name is Audrey. Audrey, are you guys from Arizona or where are you from? Southern California. Alrighty, so what can you tell me about that great clock face over there? That clock face is originally from France. Uh, it's one of my all-time favorite pieces that we've ever come across. That's funny because I walked up to the booth, my eyes went right to that. Exactly, because it's a statement piece and I love statement pieces. Right. And so that to me is one of the best things that we've found. And it's sold, so I'm happy and sad. <laughs> well, it's going to a new home. It's going to a new home. Right, yes. and you're going to make somebody very happy. And he was very happy. Oh, it was yes. a gentleman it that bought it? a gentleman, it? yes. Describe the color so people could understand. Um, so it's a black and kind of like a chalkboard green and the numbers are gold but it's uh, very true to France in that um, type of decor that was over there at that era it's probably 1930s it's very cool I love it well thank you so much give a shout out real quick to any of your social media yes it's anything rustic we're on Instagram and Facebook are you in any shops in California? We do have a shoppable warehouse. Okay. It's at 1,300 square feet. We're not open. It's not a brick and mortar, so we're not open Monday through Friday or you know Sunday kind of deal. Um, but it is open by appointment. So if there's anything you see on our social media, um, you can go ahead and come into our shop by appointment. We can meet you there. Perfect. Well, thank you. Have a great show. We are going to be walking around. So thank you again. We're heading over to the next booth fellow friend and fellow junker and her name is Nikki the name of her business is Bliss by Nikki G 
Bliss by Nikki G. And Nikki and I have been next to each other at Junk in the Trunk for years. And Nikki's going to talk about her little bit of her obsession. What's your obsession? Chairs. I can't get enough. I find chairs every day, all week long. I love them. And every different style? Every style. Metal, Primitive. wood, I paint them, I not paint them, country, farmhouse, all of it. Mid-century? Yes, love them all. So how are you doing selling chairs today? You're doing well? Yeah, can't get enough. I like to find sets of four and put them around tables. That is my favorite thing to do. And I, I like love that look. It has a homey feel right. to it. And they don't match, which I love even more. Yeah, I, they don't have to match. I'm well, not a perfectionist by any means. Who is, well, right? Who is? Not in this business. No, no. Your booth looks fabulous. You have some Christmas stuff in the background that I see that I yeah. love. I see your dream catchers over here. Yeah, I, and see... I also did the pumpkins. Oh. Those were a big hit because I did a little vintage jewelry on them. So you love vintage yeah. jewelry, too. I love vintage jewelry. You love everything vintage. I love taking it apart, yeah. Yeah. All right. Give us a little shout out. Where can we find you? At Pink House Boutique. Which in historic is? Glendale. In historic Glendale. Very good. Well, thank you for being with us. And do um, you have an Instagram? I do. It's Bliss by Nikki G. Perfect. Thank you. We're heading over to the next space. As I walk around Junk in the Trunk, I come across so many amazing booths. Every booth is a little bit different. The one I'm just walking into now has this awesome, huge, I'm guessing this is a candy counter? Uh, uh, hardware store counter. Hardware store counter. Tell us the name of your business. Heartland Vestige. Heartland Vest Vestige. Yes, and it's like the best. Thank you. The best of vintage. Thank you. Love this piece. Your husband's not here to tell us about it, but he did tell me that he picked this up. In Iowa. In mm -hmm. Iowa. Mm -hmm. This is how many feet long? 16 feet long. 16 uh -huh. feet long. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take a picture of it. I'm going to put it on our social media so you guys could all check it out. How do we follow you? Uh, on Instagram and on Facebook. And it's Heartland, Heartland and it's V-E-S-T-I-G-E. And that's on Instagram. Yes. Perfect. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm walking up to this booth and I see this huge turkey. So I have to stop and I am. I see Bo over here. Bo, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. Tell everybody the name of your space. Okay. We're uh, Vindustrial Supply Co. out of Tempe, Arizona, but we do business in California and Texas year-round. And how many years have you been doing Junk in the Trunk? Uh, this is our about three and a half now. I think it's our third and a half year, yeah. Good. And it's, it looks your booth looks like it's getting wiped out. You got a it lot is. of really cool, fabulous stuff. Thank you. I love the leather couches, but you got to tell me about the turkey. All right, Turkey Tom. So, uh, like I said, we've been selling in Texas and Round Top for about four years now. And um, I saw him in this little beat-down uh, grocery store slash gas station in LaGrange, Texas for the past two years. And when we, we're talking a turkey, we're talking this is a... Full strut tom turkey in a natural mount. So he's in full mating season strut. His feathers are out, his, his gobbler's out, and he's on a beautiful Texas mount. Correct. Yeah. So do we call him a stuffed turkey? He's a stuffed turkey. Okay, he's, he's a, a stuffed, stuffed turkey. turkey. Okay, so <laughs> we got a stuffed turkey, okay. Yeah, and uh, so... I've seen him in this gas station for years, like I said, about three years, and then finally one day I was at Whataburger getting a burger, and I went over and I said, I'm just going to ask, I want him. So uh, I asked if they would sell him, and he said, give me a minute, and I said, I'm going to get my burger, let me know. Next thing I know, here comes the dude pounding on the window and giving me the thumbs up, so I own Turkey Tom. Turkey Tom, and yeah. Turkey Tom is here yeah. at Junk in the Trunk. Tell everybody where else they can find you, Instagram, um, Facebook. Instagram of uh, industrial slash uh, underscore supply underscore co. And we are at Sweet Salvage every month, third week of every month, Thursday through Saturday, and then Bar W twice a year. 
California, Long Beach sometimes, uh, Flying Miss Daisy, Junk in the Trunk, obviously, both of them here, and we're going to probably start doing Pomona again. So. Awesome, awesome. And San Diego. And San Diego. Well, right. thank you. Your booth looks fabulous. I know it's a little wiped out, but that means you're having a good show. It's been a great show. Alrighty, we're heading off. We'll see you guys thank later. Thank you so much. Thank Thanks you. Bye. Bye-bye. Alrighty, I'm walking over to Hawk Salvage's booth right now. I'm walking up. I'm seeing a lot of really cool signs. One sign that sticks out right now is this really cool Chevy sign. Um, Hawk is here right now. If you guys remember, Hawk was on my episode one interview. Hawk, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Good. Tell me a little bit about this sign over here. Oh, my God. So that sign, I actually bought it outside of Nashville, Tennessee from a guy named Dwight. Dwight, I had to drink moonshine with him before he would sell me anything. And this last trip that I went out and visited him, after I drove all the way to Phoenix, after he called me to come see him, he wouldn't sell me anything. Oh, what's his name? Dwight. Oh, Dwight, Dwight, Dwight. Dwight. Anyway, so I ended up leaving not with what I wanted, but I did get some cool pieces. And this sign is really cool, and I know you guys can't see it, so we're going to describe it to you. It's probably about six foot long. Yeah, this is a, it's a Chevy sign that's in the photo, about six feet by 18 inches, eight feet, I mean, six by two feet maybe. So what's funky about this one, it's the old Chevy where it's yellow, green, orange, I think it was red and blue. The original Chevy colors from probably the 40s, 50s, where they were almost rainbow type. So this sign actually came off one of the first Chevy dealerships in that part of town. So, I don't know, it's kind of funky. It's badass, it's cool as shit. So, if you guys remember, um, Hawk, a lot of you have loved his stories. He's got tons of stories. He actually just opened up Hawk Salvage. You're going to find that on my Instagram as well. Do you have a shout out for any of your social media? Hawk Salvage. You can follow me on Instagram, but uh, thanks for all the support I've gotten. Everyone's been really good. Yeah, and come see me. And if you tell me you hear this podcast, I might have a cold beer for you in the fridge. Oh, very nice. All right, off we go to our next booth. We got music playing in the background. We got food trucks outside. So I'm walking up to Salvage Seven's booth, and that is a friend of mine, Scott. I know you guys have heard me say a friend of mine, but he truly is a friend of mine. Everybody's a friend of mine. Scott, how are you? Good. Tell me a little bit about this space, because it looks pretty freaking awesome. I try to cater to everybody so I can cater to the shabby chic all the way to the rusty geek. I can repurpose anything, do a lot of lighting, barn doors, custom builds, custom tables. What are these right here? It looks like those were latches. It's a, it's a little sculpture I made. I used hinges and turned them into birds of prey and I call it the return of the raptor. Very good. And it's a on a cactus rib. Is, yeah, do you call that a cactus a choya, rib? A choya. choya rib, yeah. Very good. Anything special you want to tell me about your booth? Is there a funny story behind anything in here? Or maybe a unique story? Yeah, I just sold a box that had Lockhaven, Pennsylvania steam bottling works, and it was a vendor's ice box from the 1860s that the bottling company would send out on the street and sell their ice cold pop to the people in the street of Lockhaven, Pennsylvania back in the 1870s. That is so cool. Don't you love that? Now it has a story and hopefully you told the people the story behind it. Yeah, I sold it to a Mosier, so they got the Mosier's Steam Bottling Works box. Very cool. The perfect people to marry that piece to. See that? Oh, I love it. Scott, give a quick shout out to your um, social media. 
My Instagram is salvage the number seven AZ, and if you want to email me, I'm at slipcovered at gmail.com. And are you at any shops in town, or do you just do shows? I'm a low overhead guy. I just do shows. But if I was going to do be at a shop, I'd be at Everything Goes. Ooh, good answer. Good answer. All right. So I just finished up with Scott and I'm walking and my eye is being drawn over to this booth because of all of these great lockers. I'm seeing tons of great lockers and the name of this booth is American Vintage House and Joanne, how are you? I'm awesome. Nice to see you today, Nancy. Good to see you. So Joanne's an easy name for me to remember because it's my sister's name. But over here, tell me something that is... I mean, that has a cool story. I mean, I love all these lockers. Tell me something about these lockers. You know, we have a couple of French lockers here that came over on a container, which is really awesome. Um, we get industrial ones in, but to actually get the French ones in that are wardrobe are really awesome. So I have three types of those. Um, one of my favorite things is anytime I get something that has bullet holes, so we have a windmill, windmill blade and with bullet with holes. holes. I love bullet holes too. It's the character that it we is. just love. Okay, you see that lamp right next to it? Yes. I just picked one of those lamps up north. You see my finger? Oh no. That is because I had one of those lamps. I took it to my store. I unscrewed the top so it would fit in the back of the truck and then I forgot when I pulled it out that it was loose. Look at that bruise on my fingernail. Oh, no. No, that no, hurt. No, okay. So that's a cool piece. What is? What do, yes. what do you know about that? So you know what? That was an industrial lamp that was repurposed onto like um, a film pod. Oh, okay. And screwed on top. And that's another thing I think in the vintage world that we like to do is take something and repurpose it. Absolutely. So an old scaffold put on jacks, um, something like that is. All of a sudden, you have a console table. Right. So. Um, an old gurney with a beautiful vintage door put on top. And I love old gurneys. Yes. We had an old gurney that came in our store. Marie, I'm not sure if you remember this, but at the end of it, it had stirrups. Oh, no. Okay. It sold really quick, but it was fun. All right. Give a shout out to your social media if you have any social media. Yes. At American Vintage House and my website, AmericanVintageHouse.com. Now, are you in Arizona? No, I'm in California. Okay, do you have a shop there? Are you in I a shop? I do have a shop, um, and right now I'm in Long Beach. So, look me up. I'd love to have you come by and see the space. Awesome. Thank you so much. We're heading over this way. We'll see you soon. Thanks, Nancy. Now I'm walking up to one of my vendors' booths. Her name is Sarah. Sarah is a vendor at my shop as well as a few other shops around town. She has a huge booth. It is completely wiped out. Welcome to Junk in the Trunk, right? All right, Sarah, tell me about those awesome vintage folding chairs oh my gosh okay so those we dug out of an older lady's house that was so a collector hoarder. Oh. oh a collector yeah if you want to call it collector but i say hoarder you say okay. collector yeah so we climbed through a bunch of stuff and dug those chairs out and cleaned them all up and yeah they're so cute and they are ready to rumble they I mean, are they're tightened and everything yes yes they're, they're very good go. solid cute Folding chairs. I love them. I love them. And the great thing about them is they're going to be repurposed and somebody else is going to use them. All right, Sarah, real quick, give a shout out to, do you have any social media or where, where are you at besides I've my store? everything goes. And you are at Sweet Salvage. At Sweet Salvage. Come see me third Thursday through Sunday each month. We're walking across the way to Vagavon's booth. And this is another vendor from my shop. His name is Chris. And Chris has quite the eclectic taste. I love that Chris finds some really crusty, dirty stuff that he loves to repurpose. 
His wife is here working with him right now. He actually has an old candy counter that I'm standing in front of. And real quick, Chris, how are you? It's Nancy. Hey, what's going on? Good. Tell me about this counter that you're leaning up on. It's an antique uh, display cabinet showcase, like seven feet long. Probably from like, uh, I'd say like 1920s, 1930s. Is it got a cool Wooden. story behind? Like, where did you find it? Or can you tell us? No. You can't. I can't tell you that. It was on that dirt road in yes, California. Yes, yes, That your wife and kids hate going down. <laughs> yes, that happens all the time. Well, it is a great piece. Um, how's Junk of the Trunk going so far? It's busy. Last night was great. And your booth I is mean, wiped out. Yeah. We have to restock tomorrow. Very good. I see your wife over there. She's staying away from us. She doesn't want to be interviewed. Oh, yeah. She's very shy. Tell Trust us real me. quick. Give us some of your social media. At Patina Peddler is myself, and our company name is Vagabond Exchange. That's on Instagram. 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 Both Instagram, yeah. Alrighty. So follow us. Follow us, and uh, he'll follow you. And we're also, and everything goes, Dirt. one of my favorite stores. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And my other source of income. <laughs> so besides this show, do you do other shows in town? Mostly just this one. I've done a couple, like in Prescott has a good antique show. Sometimes I go to California, but primarily this one. Very good. All right, off we go to the next booth. Have a good show. As we walk around, I am seeing so many different booths. I love everything in every booth. I think I have a vintage addiction. And right now I am walking up to... East Valley Antiques. East Valley Antiques. And actually, Tara and I met a few years ago. I'm eyeing these cute little, what are these? Uh, little deer laying down. They're probably from the 1960s, I'm guessing. They're super, 50s. super cute. 50s? Yeah, oh my gosh, I want them so bad. I may have to buy those. I see a lot of teal in here. I see a lot of wood. The card catalogs out front are amazing. Um, this little piece right here, what is this? Like a workbench with all these different drawers. I love that as well. Um, looks like you guys have sold a lot of stuff, but I love this booth because there's like a little bit of everything. There's something for everybody here. Um, you guys have a shop right now, but you are going to be maybe relocating soon. Do you have an Instagram or a Facebook or something? We do. We what have Instagram, Facebook. Um, we're on OfferUp, Craigslist. And wh where would they find you? Um, East Valley Antiques. Okay, East Valley Antiques, as easy as that. All right, well, you guys, um, if you have a chance, follow them on social media and see all the cool things that they have. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. I'm actually walking up to Grungy Gal's booth, and Bridget is a friend of mine. Bridget, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Tell everybody, I know you have a storefront, and where is it at? We're in Goodyear on the west side. Oh, in Phoenix. So yep. there's people that hear this podcast from all over the place. Good. Phoenix is Phoenix, but then there's also... There's all the different sides, but I will have to say, west side is the best side. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Okay. So Bridget is a west sider, and she has a lot of fabulous stuff in her booth as well as her store. So right now I'm looking at this really cool dresser. Mm -hmm. So it was a four drawer dresser and where did you remember the story behind that? This one, to be honest with you, I'm not sure. Actually, I'm a liar. I think I got this in California. Um, it's been many colors. It When we got it, it was white and I love white, but I'm over it. So then we painted it blue, didn't love it, too chippy. So then now we've moved on to black because we're getting ready for Halloween. All right, and it's really cute. It's about three and a half feet tall. It's got four drawers on it. The great thing about this is, let's just say 90 years from now. Right, yeah. <laughs> all the chippy colors, when people start pulling off all the paint, <laughs> right? it's gonna be white, it's gonna be blue, and it's gonna be black, and it's gonna be white. Yeah, and if it doesn't sell, then we'll probably be green for Christmas. <laughs> That's right. Oh my Lord. So you love picking, you love finding fabulous stuff. You also yeah. carry paint, so you love to paint stuff mm -hmm. as well. Um, 
everybody has their own way of doing things. I love that you did two-tone on this dresser. Okay, it doesn't have to be just one color. No, color is our friend. Everyone needs to move away from the white. Get out, see some color, and make some noise and be happy. Look at that, just as easy as that. All right, <laughs> do you have a social media people can follow you on? I do, it's just grungygals.com, Instagram, everything's grungygals with a Z. I was about to say that, it's a Z. I'm trying to look at your uh, apron, and I'm like, I can't see it, but yes, there's a paint on it. But anyways, Grungy Gals, thank you. Um, hopefully you have a good junk in the trunk. Thank you, thanks for coming in here. Yes, we're gonna head over this way and head down, so we'll see you later. Alrighty, you guys, I am walking and I love the name of this booth. It's called Da Vinci's Thang, T-H-A-N. And I'm with Melanie and Lynetta. And Lynetta, okay. And you guys, everything in this booth I'm sure has a story. But I'm going to ask you about that table right there. I love, and I know you guys can't see this, but I'm not sure if it's a round or if it's an octagon table. It's, what is isn't it? Isn't it fabulous? It's an octagon table. Alrighty. It's a planked farmhouse. Kind of looks like a picnic table. Um, it came from an Erie, Pennsylvania estate, and it's clearly over 100 years old. You can't see a lot of the work on the underneath side, but the, the artistry even underneath it is very, very cool and shows its age. And it looks amazing, and it will sell. We, you know, we're at Junk of the Trunk. It's still early on, so we have another day tomorrow. This would be fabulous just left alone like that, or if somebody wanted to do a light stain or maybe a poly or something over it would be so cool. Yeah, and a poly would be great, but it's got some great patina and rest marks that are just it fabulous on it. I love it. So you love to pick all around, not just um, on the, you know, the West Coast, correct? Oh, absolutely. And you pick as well? Yes, definitely. We're mm -hmm. all pickers. Yes. All right? Pickers. Right? <laughs> Real quick, give me a shout out for your social media. Social media, you can find me at um, My Vintage Thing and also Facebook my vintage thing and I also have a store on um, it's on 7th Avenue south of Camelback and that is in Phoenix Arizona yeah. I am a vendor in her store oh, so a I'm vendor. a part of my vintage thing as well Perfect. yes and I love that name my vintage thing here we go everybody off to another booth as I'm walking around it's the end of the night I'm over here by Olive Wood they are beat they are wiped out their booth is wiped out but they do some fabulous stuff, you guys. Tell you about this cart right here. Okay. What is that? This cart is a piece we picked up in Carlsbad, California at an antique mart. We saw it and we immediately fell in love and knew it would be the perfect piece for our vintage markets to place our pieces in. It's a perfect display piece. Yes. I totally, totally love it. Yeah. So you guys love picking. You make a lot of stuff out of wood and I know that you also like old wood as well. Yes. So you don't just make everything out of new wood. You find some really cool old we wood. We love pieces that tell a story. So That's our favorite wood to work with is reclaimed wood. Perfect. Perfect. Yes. All right. If you guys want to, if anybody wants to follow you, head to Olive Wood Designs on Instagram or Facebook. Perfect. Thank you. Hope you have a good junk. Thank you. I'm still walking around and I'm seeing more vendors that I know. And I see Patina over here. Patina, how are you? I'm great. Thank you. Good. Tell us the name of your business. It's B5 Design. And you know what? You know what I love? I love all of this in your booth. Tell me a little bit about this. Um, ottoman that you're sitting on okay so i specialize on upholstery pieces and revamping um, vintage items that incorporate vintage fabrics sometimes they are french linen sheets sometimes it's belgian linen and in this case these are burlap german burlap sacks and what i did is i incorporated a shipping crate from europe 
and married it with these German grain sacks that give a lot of family history from the farm to where what they specialize in and the name of the family of the farm. And I'm looking at them and so you guys, I know you guys can't see and I've said that before because this is radio, but they're just really amazing. If you guys want to see any of her stuff, you could follow her on her social media. Yep, yep. at B5 Design. If I design, are you also at any other shops here in town? No, at this point I am on my own and then just spending and specializing a lot in styling and interior design with personal clients and then um, upholstery pieces. I love it. Thank you so much. I hope you have a great junk of the Thank trunk. Thank you guys so much. All right. Thanks. So you guys, I'm walking up to a booth that I really like. The front uh, cash wrap, it says Rustic. Rummage. Rummage, AZ, and it has a, a door. Like a door from what? It's an old 53 Ford. It's an old 53 Ford door, and it has magnets on it, and it's super, super cute. And I'm going to ask you real quick about those Christmas trees in the back. I'm looking at them. I'm guessing you guys made those, and it looks like wine barrel. Yep, but they're all made from wine barrel staves, and we also do things with the wine barrel rings um, on top of that, like our new checkerboards and cornucopias for the fall. They are so cute. So any of those wine barrels, do you have a certain place? I mean, you don't have to tell us your secrets, but is there a certain place that you find the well, wine barrels? not only do we do shows locally here, we go to California quite a bit. And so we get hit wine country, have a good time between my husband and I, and then bring it on home and start building with That's it. That's awesome. Give a shout out for your business. Uh, Rustic Rummage AZ on Instagram or Facebook. And do you have a shop here? Or are you in any nope, stores? We just travel around. So go ahead and check us out on Instagram or Facebook and find out where we're going to be. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Alrighty, we are winding down the day and I am over in Rhinestone and Russ's booth and this is Michelle. Michelle, how are you? I'm good. These door headers, what can you tell me about them? Because I love door headers. So these door headers are all from Detroit. They are from a neighborhood that they have completely torn down for new development. And there is a gentleman that's going through and salvaging all of the architectural stuff. And then I purchased them from him in Texas and brought them to here. To junk in the trunk. And I mean, I love, look at this one, the pink you can see coming through it. This right. one, you can see the purple, the white. I love all of these things. You could do so much with these as well. What do a lot of your clients do with these? So today we've heard that they're doing them on a gallery wall as a ledge to put a phone, uh, photo on. Um, we had someone that bought two of them to use as a faux headboard. And then we had someone that actually bought it to put it above their door. And for people that like words on it, it could say home. Absolutely. Paint as well. Absolutely. All right, give a shout out where you're at, what your Instagram is, Facebook, and all that. Okay, I am in Fresno, California, and my Instagram is rhinestones underscore n underscore rust. Awesome. Thank you so much, and I hope you have a great show. Thank you so much. Alrighty, I am walking up to a booth and it says Steampunk AZ and actually this is another friend of mine. Her name is Nancy. Nancy, how are you? I'm good. Thank you. I'm looking at your booth and it's kind of filled with a lot of eclectic stuff here. I see mid-century, I see some iron, I see farm style, I see a little bit of everything. Tell me something about something in this booth that makes you smile. I have this fabulous mid-century chair and ottoman. Um, it's a Jonathan Adler and uh, there was kind of a funny story about it. I was on my way to California with my trailer to buy stuff there and I had to stop and get something to eat in Palm Springs. Just happened to run across a yard sale and there was all this great mid-century furniture there so I just bought it all. I put it all in my trailer and by the time I got to Long Beach 
My trailer was kind of full, so I couldn't buy too much there, but I did manage to get a few more things. That's funny, and I'm looking at this chair, and just to describe it to everybody, it's a chair in ottoman. It's kind of like a celery green. Um, it's a Jonathan Adler chair. So and what color? They call it chartreuse. Oh, excuse me, chartreuse. Chartreuse. And it's a green, yeah, it's kind of lime green. But and it's tufted? It is tufted. It's got this great... And the legs? The legs legs are very mid-century, and the footstool makes the whole chair. You can lean back in it. The chair swivels. It's got this great wood base. It's it so definitely really is amazing, and I guarantee it's going to sell this weekend. Give a shout-out real quick. I know you're at my shop. Everything goes, but tell us where else and where they can find you on your social media. I am on Steampunk AZ on Instagram and on Facebook, of course. I do Junk in the Trunk. I do Junk in the Trunk here twice a year, and I went to Junk in the Trunk in San Diego this past year, this past summer. It's a great show. We had a lot of fun, met a lot of nice people. Love Coley and Lindsay. It's just a great place to be. Well, thank you so much, Nancy. I'm going to go over here right next to Nancy's booth, and I'm at Urban Restoration Company. Hi, what's your name? I'm Brittany. Hey, Brittany. Nice to meet you. I'm Nancy. Nice to meet you, too, Nancy. So anything in this booth that has a really good story? So my favorite piece is actually this deconstructed sofa I have. I had been on the hunt for one and found one. My husband was generous enough to go pick it up. Oh, we love our husbands, don't we? Yes, we do. But to top it off, the gentleman had a chihuahua, which is my husband's favorite dog. So that made the trip worth it for my husband. Oh, my gosh. Well, let's describe this because it's about a six foot long. Right? Yes, ma'am. It sure is. And where do you, I mean... Is it Victorian style or what do you what style do you think it is? Do you have do you know? Just vintage. Vintage and cool and you know it's industrial with the metal pieces showing with the staples and the nails and the frame. Um, but then it's got the ornate legs, so I guess it could be Victorian as well. So it's, it's very kind cool. of a combination and then you have the burlap which makes it a little bit farmhousey. So was it torn apart when you got it? No ma'am, it had uh, red fabric all over it. Wow. So I actually put it in my front yard underneath a big tree with shade because you know it's hot here. Right. And I just went to town with <laughs> some scissors and with a box cutter. And it looks amazing now because you then went ahead and used a burlap all over the whole entire thing. Yes, ma'am. And ma it looks like the padding is... Yeah, so I actually left the original burlap on the back side, um, and then I replaced the burlap on the sides and the back, and then I actually had a, a cushion made for it. It looks amazing. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for the story. Give a shout-out real quick. How can people follow you? I'm on Instagram under Urban Restoration Co. And are you at any stores in town? Actually, I just do junk twice a year right now. I had a, a baby. He's two years old now, but he takes a lot of time. Yes, it does. And people <laughs> don't realize that this is a full-time job, right? It really is. And a, a baby is, too. Yeah, baby and furniture. Blood, sweat, and tears in both. Well, thank you so much. I'm going to head over to the next booth and get some more fabulous stories from Junk in the Trunk. Junk in the Trunk, again, is a vintage market that's twice a year, um, ran by Coley and Lindsay. They started this about eight years ago. Um, gosh, probably 20 to 30,000 people come through these doors um, every time they have one of these shows. They're actually amazing. And like I said, this is the first time that I'm not doing junk in the trunk because I started the podcast. My vendors are here. 
but my store is not, which makes me sad, but I'm happy because I'm meeting new people like Brittany and all these other fabulous people that I never get a chance to walk around and see because <laughs> I'm in my booth selling. So I really am enjoying this even more, I think, than being a vendor here. I know that's not good to say, but I'm having fun. I'm a junker. I'm finding some great stuff. Alrighty, I'm gonna keep on walking. And what is the name of this booth? It's Shabby Junker. Woohoo! And you guys, this booth looks so cute. Thank you. Thank you for stopping by today. Yeah, oh my gosh. Do you guys have any fun stories on anything like behind? A funny story <laughs> is I'm a girly girl and I'm scared of spiders and snakes and cobwebs and anything that could eat me. But when it comes to junk, I will go through my family makes fun of me because I turn into like a superwoman. Like I just step over the snakes, I'll kick them out of the way, I shoot the spiders. Like you show me some good junk and I turn into like a totally different person. Oh my gosh, I love that. So it doesn't matter if there's a spider web, you're going to push the spider web away, but if you're at your house, you're going to yell for your husband yes, or your kids yes. to help you. I scream like a girl and I make someone else get it for me. If you like, if I'm getting some junk, I take off my flip flop, I smush it and I move on. <laughs> That's awesome. So everything you guys find is just kind of everywhere, right? You can go up north, you can go to other states. We do. We travel to California, Texas, Kansas, Nebraska. Um, I teach school, so we do a lot of traveling in the summer, and it's amazing. We take our moms, and uh, my partner Ashley and I, and we take our moms, and she takes her daughter, and we all just go and pick up lots of stuff. That's fun. Ashley, are you known for the doors, all the pocket doors? No, I'm not. That's actually Stacy. She's known for the doors and the windows. She has the and best stuff in town. She has fabulous stuff. Fabulous, fabulous. But together, you guys work. You do everything. I'm going to let Ashley go. She has a customer. But you guys, your yes, booth Ashley looks great. Ashley all the, the pillows and the, you know, girly stuff. She makes aprons. So, so you're girly junkers. Yes, we, we like all this shabby. I love it. Give yourself a shout out real quick for your business. Um, your Instagram, your Facebook, okay. and where you're at. Um, we actually only do junk in the trunk, and our Instagram is Shabby Junker. All right, so now I am stopping by this booth because it's totally lit up and it's drawing me to it. It's called Bettina's Design. Hi, how are you? Hi, I'm good. I'm Brenda. Hi, Brenda. I'm Nancy from It Doesn't Just Appear, and I'm stopping at this booth because it looks amazing. Like, can you tell everybody what I'm seeing here? Sure. Um, so everything in my booth is repurposed, upcycled. It's junk, salvage, vintage parts and pieces. I mostly focus on lighting. Um, so I'll take uh, old gear and marry it with uh, another piece and rewire it with vintage style cords and new sockets and and those voila. lights those lights are Edison bulbs that you put with everything and I'm seeing an old fan I'm seeing an old heating element um, these pipes um, what's around that um, what's used as a shade that metal what that's is that that's like an old dipping pail for tools in a manufacturing plant right it's so. so so cute do you have any stories about anything fun yeah all of my parts and pieces come, come from all over the country including right here in Arizona um, and one of our favorite places to pick is an old, three old barns in Illinois. So it seems glamorous to pick, but you're stepping over dead rodents and watching out for skunks and, and anything else that could appear. So it is fun to pick and you Love do it. a fabulous job. Tell everybody where they can find you. Do you have a Facebook and Instagram? I have an Instagram page. It's called Patina Vintage Design. Um, so you can find me there, DM me. I do custom projects as well.
Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm going to head over to the next booth. And you guys, there are so many different vendors that are out here that sell more than just vintage stuff. We have a lot of people out here selling jewelry. Another booth I really like is Phoenix Woodworks. They do a fabulous job with reclaimed wood. They make signs. They make Christmas trees. They make shelving. They make cup holders, candle holders. I really can't get everybody on this interview. I'm trying to do most of the people that... Um, carry vintage stuff. Looking at Ripe Designs, and this booth, I mean, it makes you stop. It's got a lot of great color in it. It looks basically like, um, well, I only see one gentleman here. I don't think his wife is here, and I know that she does all the painting, but they take some really cool furniture, and they distress it, and then she paints on it different scapes. Let me stop real quick. What's your name? I'm Tim. Tim and Kim, oh. but I'm Tim. Oh, hi, Tim. I'm Nancy. Good to see you, Nancy. Good. Real quick, I'm looking at your booth right here, and is this right? Your wife does all this painting? Correct. Yes, yeah, she's the artist behind the booth and all the paintings in here, and she's been having a lot of fun recently painting all these dressers. So if anybody wants to find you and see all these fabulous dressers, do you guys have an Instagram or some type of social media? We do. We are Ripe Designs, one word, on Instagram. And definitely give us a follow. She's pumping out all sorts of new material all the time. And so a lot of this stuff is really old vintage stuff. I mean, it's, it's, it's legit. <laughs> yeah, these are all old vintage dressers, been reworked, sturdied up a little bit, and then brought back to life with her paintings. That is great. Well, thank you so much. I'm going to head over to the next booth, and hopefully you have a great show. Heck yeah, thank you. As I'm making my way through Junk in the Trunk, I'm stopping over at Perspective Design, and I know you guys heard me say this, but I'm talking to a friend of mine again, another friend. Matt, how are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. So your booth is filled with fabulous finds, but one thing that I don't see, which I'm bummed about, are those ammo cans or ammo crates, what do you call them? Yeah, they're the World War II ammunition cans and they are gone, they're sold out. Well, you had those a couple years ago and they were the hottest items and I loved them. So there, I know there was a story behind them, tell us the story. Yeah, so we were down in Round Top picking one time and a guy had, he had some of them in his booth and so we bought like five and we thought, wait a minute, we'll repurpose them, put some flowers in it, use it like kind of like a, a vase that has a story, kind of industrial, the guys will like it too. We sold those out, so we went back and bought 15 more, sold those out, so we went back and bought 100 more. We ended up buying probably two or 3,000 when it was all said and done with, but now they're all gone and there's no more ammo cans. And they were amazing. Describe to everybody what they looked like. Yeah, they were about three foot tall, and they would have had one large shell in them that would have been from World War II. And they were like a cylinder shape that had these kind of ridges along the side. They were kind of an army green color. It was just a really kind of industrial, but so the men liked it because it had you could put flowers in it. So. They loved them. Well, hopefully we could find those again someday, right? I wish. I said we. Yeah, we. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Give a shout out real quick. Where can people find you? On Instagram, you can find us at Perspective Design Co. Our website is the same, PerspectiveDesignCo.com. Alrighty, I hope you have a great show. I'm going to walk around and get a few more interviews, and I'll see you next, uh, next show. Thank you. So as I walk around junk in the trunk, and I see all these people carrying all of these fabulous pieces that they picked up from these vendors that have worked so hard to find all of these treasures and they've dug them out of barns and they've gone to sales and they've gone out of state and they've been on trains and planes and they've been everywhere and so now it makes us all happy that they're all going to new homes and we repurpose stuff and we don't have to worry about it going to the dump and everything has a story so we have fun stories around it as well.
I'm looking for Coley and Lindsay so I could thank them for letting me come out today and be a part of this show and getting to interview all the vendors here and hearing the fun stories on pieces that they have in their space letting everybody know it doesn't just appear. So I'm still walking around junk in the trunk and I love the name of the junk sniffer. And as I walk up to the junk sniffer, I notice that it's a friend of mine, Eric. And I have a funny story before I walk over to Eric's um, booth. I totally forgot the last junk in the trunk. My U-Haul truck, I put gas in it and the gas started coming out all over the ground at the QT or wherever I was at. And I needed help and Eric was kind enough to sh get underneath my truck. It was 115 degrees out probably. The ground was super, super hot and he noticed that somebody cut my gas line. So I'm walking over here right now. How are you, dear? Good, how are you? Good, do you remember last year or last show what happened? I do, I still have burn marks on my butt. Oh, I believe it. So I'm looking at your booth, it looks fabulous. What, do you, what can you tell me about that in the back? Is that a sink, a wall-mounted sink? So Highway Honey Vintage and myself were on a pick and we came across um, some urinals that were taken out of the Arizona State Fairgrounds about 25 years ago. And we bought them from the guy and we turned them into planters or dog bowls, I guess. But we sold them this weekend and one lady is going to put them up in between her washers and dryers in her laundry room. But they don't really look like urinal urinals. I mean... No, no. And if you're not a guy, you probably don't know what a old vintage urinal trough looks like so yeah but it is really cool i love the look of it um it is a cast uh, cast iron yeah it's all cast iron with the porcelain on the outside it's a little chippy and beat up but yep and then uh the way we have it set up right now it's, it's uh i made a base for it out of rebar to kind of get it a couple feet up off the ground i love it and that would be great for plants i love that idea and it would be great in a laundry room. Yeah, definitely. Well, give a shout out. Do you have any social media? Uh, the Junk Sniffer on Instagram and on Facebook also. We're not really on Facebook much, but mostly on Instagram. And do you do any shows besides Junk in the Trunk? Uh, Three Speckled Hens, Flying Miss Daisy. We're at Highland, um, at Highland Market. And uh, we're going to start spreading out a little bit throughout the uh, Southwest also. Very, very good. Well, thank you so much. And I think it's the end of my day. I'm going to wind down, go home, relax. I'm kind of happy I don't have to load up a truck. I know you guys are jealous. I know. I see Coley and Lindsay, so I'm walking as fast as I can. I'm trying to catch them. Hey, Coley. Hey, Nancy. How are you? Good. <laughs> Lindsay. Hi. So you guys, thank you for having me out here today. I had so much fun. Everybody was crazy busy. Their booths all look amazing. And I got so many fun stories. Awesome. Um, we missed you though. I know. Care. And you know what I did? It, I actually <laughs> mentioned that. I said that it's really weird because for eight years I've been here, but I actually enjoyed walking around and actually talking to the vendors and seeing all the fabulous stuff. Everybody sure. looks like they had a great show. I have an idea though. So next time, Lindsay and I will walk around interviewing for your podcast and you can work our booth. How's that sound? <laughs> All right, I think I'm going to pass on that one. You don't look very excited about that. <laughs> no, that's, that's a lot of work. No, 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 no. But thank you guys so much for having us out here, and I'm expecting an interview with you guys in the next couple weeks. Yes, yes. we're ready. We're, we'll be there waiting for you. And we're going to kind of like talk about how you guys started off as pickers, then you started Junk in yeah. the Trunk, and you were pickers of pickers, and now you are starting <laughs> your own 
shop. We are. We're back to picking again. And so back and so it's like full <laughs> circle, right? Yes. It was. We had a full circle moment like two weeks ago when we were back in Brimfield. So. Right? Yeah. So that's what we're going to do. So I look forward and thanks you guys for having me out here today. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for coming. So I'm going to take my mama's cold brew coffee and head out. Thank you again to everybody and happy pickings.